Welcome back, my little fit fans, to the Buff Babe Fit Pod. You have Katie and I both back this week talking about gym anxiety. This is something that obviously a lot of people really struggle with, and she and I both still deal with it at times. So we talk about that and ways to overcome gym anxiety. Hello. Hi, Fran. Um, hold on. <laughs> oh, you're good. Oh, what or who are those from? Myself. <laughs> <laughs> Me, like me, my, me, myself, and I. So right, I by my own stuff. self, flowers. <laughs> like my closet recording area, and most yeah. people, the feedback has been that they like it too. But then I started thinking, like, I like to decorate, and what if oh. I start like dressing up my little area? I like it. Off. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I'm thinking about <laughs> it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I might. Like someone suggested that I like have a pretty background immediately. I was like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> like anytime someone makes a suggestion to me, I was like, no, no, I'm not doing that. And then I think about it for days and I'm like, okay, maybe it's not a bad idea. Bad idea. <laughs> gym anxiety, gym anxiety. Um. Okay. So gym anxiety, you and I talked about it a little bit before our experience with that. Um. So we both thought it was a good idea to expand on this because this is a very real thing that um, I don't think people realize a lot of people deal with. Yes. Probably yes. most of the people in the gym with you are just as anxious as you. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I think that also I'll... like perceptions of like when they go into a gym, they think immediately people are staring at them. Right. They think they feel like, oh, my gosh, this person's looking at me. Am I doing something wrong? So then they don't want to do it. When really, in all reality, you're probably just a new face at the gym, maybe somebody that's been there for a long time and is like, oh, who's this person, you know, or chances are other people that you are looking at are thinking the exact same thing. So it's really like we have to just learn to block that out and understand that you're there for yourself and for showing up for yourself, not for anybody else. Like you're showing up for yourself. And I think that's a big one. It's easier said than done because again, like you said, we've been there, you know? I mean, you go, you go to different gyms all the time with buff bakes and you know, you're like new gym. It's a new territory. You're kind of walking on, right. It's like, they are like, but again, at the end of the day, it's like, you're there for yourself and you'll overcome that. You know, it's just that fear and that gym anxiety that is definitely real. And again, we've experienced it, but it's something that we have to learn to move past. It's perception, just like you said, and everybody, even the most experienced people in there have had a first day and it's just an awkward going into a giant room filled with new people and everyone's kind of tucked in their own little space and you feel like all eyes are on you. So, but most of the time it's not the case at all. Like I hardly notice anybody coming and going because I'm so focused on my workout. So first of all, understand that it's probably more in your head than anything else. Yep. Exactly. Um, So I wanted to just run through some of the things that I do to cope with it and that I did because I had taken a break from um, the gym for many years just to save money and because I had little kids and all kinds of reasons, excuses. Um, But I hadn't been in a gym in, I don't know, like seven or eight years. And I started doing workouts at home and it was just like there's a point like workouts at home are great start. Um, yes. especially if you're too, like you want to try to learn a move without embarrassment. You have to worry about someone looking at you. You can learn whatever you want in your living room. Yep. Um, yep. but eventually if you want to make progress, you need to be lifting heavier weights, um, and having more selection. Uh, it's also going to keep you more, 
um, excited about working out if you have different options. You're not doing the same living room floor workout again and again. Exactly. Um, so what I did to start out was I just went to my local rec center, which wasn't very busy. It's quiet, cheap. You know, you can buy a day pass. You don't have to like fully commit until you're ready. So I went into the back row, um, which had nothing behind you, but it was like all stair climbers. So nobody's behind me. I knew no one was looking at me from behind and I could see everybody else. And I think I stayed on the stair climbers doing that for like one to three months at least before I felt comfortable. Like, and I would just pick one thing at a time. I wouldn't do a whole workout like this, but when I finished a stair climber, I'd take like five or 10 minutes and I'd go pick one machine. I'm going to go look at the machine and try not to look too obvious, but I'm going to sit on the machine and look like most machines have directions on them, like what muscle it should be working and what you should do. And I'd try to like, you know, just side eye the directions so I didn't look totally like, clueless. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. And then I would do I do that and then I'd leave. Yep. So I, I did stair climber, one machine and leave. And then the next time I'd repeat that machine. So I'd get it down and then pick an, another machine and just like slowly inched my way around the rec center for, I'd say like six months before I went to my first commercial gym, um, which was daunting. Um, just getting in the door. You and I had talked about that. Even you, you went with a client not that long ago. And it was like, man, I haven't been in this environment in a long time. Yeah, I got a little nervous. I was like, oh man, I am like, this is, this is strange. And like, you want to look around and look at everything, but you're like, I don't want to look at this person judging them. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think too, when I moved over to the commercial gym, I kind of did the same thing. I found the hiding areas where I like treadmills first. And then I was, I was at EOS and they have that like cinema. So it's in the dark. Yeah. You do your workout in there. Some of them, I think Vasa does that now too. Do. Yeah, they do. Nice, nice. So um, the number one thing I would suggest, though, is go at an off time. Don't go at 5 p.m. on a Monday or Tuesday. Like It's going to be swamped. Try to pick a day like an early Sunday morning. Nobody's in there early Sunday morning. You're the only one. It doesn't have to be that way forever. But when you're getting used to it, when the gym is empty, it's a lot easier than when there's 5,000 people trying to get a workout in. Exactly. Um, I so think that's what I did. Go ahead. Like, it's kind of similar to when, like I started, like I walked in and I remember I was like, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't know anything. I remember the weight room, like all the dumbbells and stuff and the squat racks were like in this back corner of the gym yep. of LA. And I remember like looking over there and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't go over there. Like there's like bodybuilders over there. And I, same thing. I literally got on a treadmill and I think I walked on that thing for like 45 minutes at an incline. And I was just like, okay, I'm out. Like I'm too nervous until I actually ended up running into a girl that I had worked with and she was working out with her friend. And so I kind of went up to her and was like, Hey, you know, what are you guys working out today? And I actually asked to join their workout because I was that intimidated. And I knew she was so familiar with the gym and she was ripped. And I was like, show me your ways, you know? And so actually like having an accountability partner really helped. And I do suggest that too, for some people, like whether you know, if you are really intimidated to go see if a friend will come with you, see if your husband or your, you know, any your brother, your sister will come with you and see, you know, kind of just not hold your hand through that. But in a way, it just feels a little bit more comforting. So I had worked out with her for a while. And then, you know, one, once I was comfortable, I was able to go on my own, like no problem, you know, but it actually ended up, we kind of stuck together and worked out together for a long time, which was fun to me, you know, but I did, I felt so much more comfortable that way. And, but that little, 
there's a little dance room that's in there, you know? So like when I was going by myself, I would go and I'd grab a pair of dumbbells. I'd grab a couple things that I thought I needed and I would go in there and I'd do my workout in front of the mirror and I felt so much better there too. So, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like you're still there, you're still working out. It's just, you're building that confidence up to go and do these things. No problem, you know? And I yeah, love that's that. kind of my progression when I have clients now too. I have a lot of clients um, who work out at home and we start at home workouts and then I help them progress to the gym and I'm not with them. I work with clients all over the world and so I can't go with them and comfort them. So that's like, like you said, let's get on the treadmill. The treadmill too, it gives you an opportunity to kind of watch other people. And you can watch a machine and see what are they doing on the machine. They may not be doing it correctly, but but you can get an idea, right? So you can kind of observe until you're comfortable enough. And I like your suggestion to take a friend. That was my next suggestion. If you can go with a friend or family member, it is comforting. The only caveat I will say to that is... In general, starting any fitness journey with a friend, I am careful to warn that they will progress differently than you because they're different people. And unfortunately, many times your partner will fall off. What are you going to do when they stop going to the gym? Got to keep. So exactly. You're like you said, you're going for you. Yep, exactly. Like hopefully at that point comfortable, but you know what other suggestion that I really like that you actually had posted? I think I want to say you posted it on Instagram and this might be on your list of suggestions, but I've actually done the same thing is put, put some makeup on, like get yourself an outfit that you feel good in because you do, you feel more confident. Like you don't have to put makeup on or whatever it is, but like maybe just put something on that just does make you feel good. Like when you put that on your story, I was like, that is so true. And I have definitely done that. Like, Ooh, I got myself a new pair of Lulu's today. Like I'm going to rock these at the gym. And I just, you feel like you're just already going to have a good workout. So it's like, I like that idea a lot as well. Yeah. So that definitely, that's big on my list. Um, The friend thing, like I said, bring a friend. I think it's fantastic, but no, they are likely to fall off. Or even if they don't fall off, people's lives change. Things happen. Schedules change. You have to go anyways. It's not on your friend to make you healthy. Um, so take them to make you comfortable, but you need to find a way to get comfortable and learn while you're with them as fast as you can for inevitably when schedules change or they don't want to go or whatever the case may be. Um, but yes, so that is, there's a lot of misconceptions about girls that dress pretty at the gym. And I can remember, I'm not going to say who, but, um, when I was working out a couple years ago, there were two people in particular that were making fun of women who put on makeup to go to the gym. And I've made fun of it too in the past until I understand, understood that not looking like a troll helps you not feel like you're being stared at. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, to, if that's your thing. Although I will say there are some women who say they feel like they're stared at more with makeup. And I felt that too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it's just what you feel comfortable. If you feel comfortable putting on a baseball cap and sweats and that's where you feel best, do you? You know, like, great. But sometimes having a cutesy matching outfit, it's like part of the ritual of getting ready and it helps you get excited. And that's another thing we had talked about. I think maybe it was motivation or goals, um, but we had talked goals. I think, you know, rewarding yourself with things that will keep you moving forward, rewarding yourself with a cute new gym outfit will keep you wanting to go and feeling confident in there. Yeah. Um, so speaking of confidence in the gym, something that's really useful is having a plan. Um, and that's one thing that we provide to our clients as they get our workouts in their pocket through their app. 
Um, we send them workouts. Or if they can't access an app, we send them written workouts or emailed workouts. Not everyone can afford a trainer, but you can do something. There are YouTube videos everywhere. Again, I'm not a huge proponent for Instagram and YouTube workouts, but you know what? It's something. Like if you're going from the couch and you're going to take a Fitfluencers workout, you know, like be mindful that you're not, I think everyone can tell what a stupid workout is, all right? Like if you're balancing one-legged on a BOSU and stacking five plates on your head, like probably stupid, okay? But, you know, to some degree, you can look up basic workouts on the internet Yep. and maybe write it down or type it into your phone. Like just have a plan so that when you walk into the gym, you don't look aimless. You're not going to feel like people are staring at you because you're going to have your plan. Like I, I know which machine I need to go to. I know what I was supposed to do on that machine because I watched a YouTube video of how to hamstring curl. Yep. I think that's um, a great idea. Great idea. Have a plan. I love it. And so if you are an anxious overthinker like me, I even, before I go to a new gym, I will go on Google and type in that gym and then look at the photos so I can see the layout. <laughs> I do that for my online clients. If they okay, tell yes. me all what gym do you work out at? Like I've got a girl in Yuma and she told me and I Googled it so I could see all the equipment. So I know what to write her. So for sure that whatever I write for you, you can do in that gym. Mm -hmm. For sure. And so then you can do that for yourself. You can look around too. Then you will also won't feel aimless. You know, okay, I can see from the pictures if I go past the front desk, the locker rooms are to the right. And those machines I want are to the left. So you don't look as much like a newbie who has no idea. Not everybody cares that much, but some people do. Yep. I know. <laughs> Me. So just like I said, being prepared to some degree is going to take a lot of the anxiety away and um, doing one scary thing, like pick a scary thing to do. Eventually, and you and I talk about this a lot, you're going to have to face your fears. Like running away from them is not going to help you. Eventually, you've got to dive in. Now, don't go do all the big scary things in one session. But I got to the point where I was getting so anxious to work out at EOS that I forced myself. So we have like a green turf area right at the front. Everybody has to walk right by it. It's right by the front desk. You have to walk by it to get to the rest of the gym. So everybody will see you. And I did the scariest thing there, which for me, doing any kind of ab workout in front of people was intensely stressful. Like I hated doing that. I'm laying on the floor. It's like awkward positions. I was always worried, like, are my stomach rolls showing? Like, I just hated it. And so I did that one day because I was like getting so trapped in the locker room. They're like, no, you're just going to go head first. Did my ab workouts on the green. And like that, honestly, the after I did that, it was like, okay, I survived. And honestly, when I looked around, nobody was looking at me. They were busy doing their own difficult workouts and could care less what I was doing. And yep. so like my fear level went down tenfold after that so like oh yep. I did it I conquered it and it wasn't even that bad so you don't have to go full bore that way but like I did but just pick something like I said pick one machine every every time yep. you go in yep. there and and that is actually I've had those same goals with clients where it's like you're gonna go on the treadmill for 10 minutes that's it then go home and they're like oh okay now I got in the gym I did it and then okay next time you're gonna go do 10 reps on one machine that's it yeah. And that's intensely stressful for them, but they go do it. And then they're like, oh, you know what? I'm going to try two machines next time. Yep. Until it's like you're ready for, unless, until they're ready to be given a workout, like a full on workout there. But you know what? That takes yeah. time steps. And that's what matters. Like you're still taking that initiative to get there, you know? And sometimes like, I don't, we laugh about, you know, like the hardest part is showing up, but sometimes it is the hardest part is actually getting yeah. there 
oh, getting out. Yeah. I, you know, throw my thing was if I have my headphones, my headphones were like, oh, now it's my world. It is my yeah. world. Got my music that I like. Put your head down and do your thing and do it and get out of there. You know. Get out. Yep. yep. Exactly. Actually, yeah. I will turn around and go home if I don't have my headphones for that uh, reason. I have done that many times. Like, uh, <laughs> nope. I'm not doing this today without him. I will drive home. I don't care if I miss 15 minutes of my workout. I'm doing it. My pre-workout, I guess what? I don't want to listen to right? nobody. My own breathing. I've done that. No, I'm like no. pre-workout raging and I'm like, oh, I know. Have have <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. You're like, yeah. <laughs> and I think we touched on this a little bit before, but I think it's important to talk about that. Um, it doesn't matter how long you've been doing it. Like you said to the beginning of the podcast that I get nervous still, but I had a gym switch recently and I sat in my car for like 15 minutes that you have to understand that like anything in life, your progress with your anxiety in the gym is not linear. You're going to have, you'll be feeling great. You'll love your gym. You'll know everybody. And then out of nowhere, you're going to feel fat or, or who knows, you're going to have a new workout program or whatever the case may be. You just, you're terrified to go in all of a sudden. You're like, what's wrong with me? And that's normal. Like anything in life, we have good days, bad days, and the progress on that's not linear. So expect that it will get easier over time, but you're still going to have random days. Where you're just like, what the heck? I don't want to go in there. Yep. Practice the same things. And then if you go in, just do something. And then if you've been there a while, usually getting in the door, you're like, okay, I don't know what I was freaking out about. I'm fine. I can go do my workout. Yep, exactly. I love it. I love some great tips. And I hope that, you know, for our listeners that that really does help, especially some of the newbies out there, you know, and just know that, you know, if you don't get past this, you know, that's where we don't want you to stay limited on that. You know, we want you to be able to just keep growing and growing as a person, both physically too, <laughs> you know, grow yeah. that booty. Love it. That's right. Okay. Well, no. I had a question from Miss Abby. Um, my client is fantastic question. She was at the grocery store. Wait, hold on. We might need to do another thing. No, I don't want this. It's fine. It says we have 10 minutes and I'll keep it to 10 minutes. Perfect. Um, so my lovely Abby was in the grocery store and had a question the other day saying, she, or she wanted to know if all of the gimmicky things like added protein are worth the money because it is a significant cost increase to have things with added fiber, added protein. Um, specifically, we were focusing on the added protein because she's struggling to get her protein and she wants to know, do I buy the bread and the tortillas that have the protein added to it and the granola? What do I do about that? Is that worth the money? Because she's on a budget too, but she wants to make good choices for her whole family. So okay. what are your thoughts on that? What would you tell a client who asked you that? Okay. My first instinct is to say yes, buy it. Because even though you're going to pay maybe an extra dollar or two for something that's added protein, if that's what's going to help you hit your goals, then having to buy more of something else to, in order to hit that protein, I would say, go ahead, buy it, front the money. Your health is an investment. But I mean, there are other options. If you want the regular option, then you're just going to have to make sure that then you're increasing your portion sizes over here, right? Or you're adding your own protein to things like there really could go either way. But if you truly cannot afford it, don't sweat it because there are other ways to hit your protein, right? It's just, it's nice that it's added in that. So you're not having to cram in all these other little things. But again, if you can't afford that, that's okay. I mean, everything, eggs, gosh, I mean, can we, like the whole world is talking about it, but 
you know, everything is very expensive right now. So find something that is in your budget, but just make sure though you are supplementing elsewhere. And if that elsewhere is worth it, or is it worth it to just pay that extra dollar or two for that extra protein and you can eliminate this, you know, does that make sense? That was Mm -hmm. pretty much exactly what I told her that it depends that Mm -hmm. if you know, you are not going to increase your protein um, in other areas, it can be helpful to have all these other little added sources, but to also be aware that depending on the product, a lot of times saying that it's a good source of protein is a lie and a gimmick. Um, and just because it has protein in it doesn't mean it's a good source. So it depends on what it is. Um, and so a good example of that are things like nuts and nut butters. They'll say a good source of protein. We know that they're a great source of fat with a little bit of protein in it. Um, and so I had featured a long time ago, um, a granola, which granolas are usually heavy in like seeds and nuts. Um, and so they're pretty fat heavy, but they'll say like protein on it. And it's like, you're paying $8 for that bag of granola that has six grams of protein per serving. When you could do the regular granola, that's four or $5 that has five grams of protein in it. Right. That's so you have to like, learn. Yes. How big of a means. Yes. Right. Reading. And so another big offender of this um, are Kodiak products. I'm not against Kodiak products. I like them. Um, If you like the taste of them, which I do, and I know like that's just another great place for me to get a little extra protein. Fantastic. But when people think that that is their protein source, you're only getting 10 to 12 grams of protein for extra money. Um, And you're getting a big chunk of carbs. Again, that's not a problem, but understand pancakes and and wheat products. Those are more of your carb source with a little bit of protein sprinkled in. You still have to make sure you're getting, you know, a good amount of egg whites. I'd rather have regular oatmeal that's more cost efficient and increase my portion of eggs or increase my portion of sausage. Right. Personally. Whole food of protein. Because I was just going to say because it's like, okay, cool. It could be more protein, but then does that add more fat on this one than other, you know, those, that's the thing you really have to look at it as a whole and not just solely at that protein. I mean, it's a great question. And, you know, I think that, like you said, but if it's only a means of like one or two grams, I'd say pass, you know, like have this chances are that something else is also high on that, that you're also going to have to kind of sacrifice. So yeah. it really like ends like in tortillas, that's tricky. But if you have like those extreme wellness tortillas, cool, you know, and if, yeah, like, you know, it really, it does. It just depends. That's a lot of things in this industry, but you know, that is, I love that. Yeah. That's a great way. I think the, the tortillas are sometimes, um, some things that I think are worth it. There is a bread, um, too. It's called keto bread. It's not keto. If you, it's loaded with carbs, so it doesn't actually qualify as keto, um, but they have replaced some of the flour with whey protein. Um, and so it's a great protein bread. You're getting, I want to say it's like 12 or 13 grams of protein and like a good amount of fiber. Um, again, yeah. it's tricky marketing. It's like $8 for a loaf um, and it's not keto. But if we're looking at the back and looking at the macros, it has great macros for protein. And if you want to do that, great. But personally, I'd rather save $6, have regular bread and have four ounces of sausage instead of, or whatever, you know what I mean? Um, Four ounces of sausage, that's a lot. Anywho, so it really just depends. I think the way to know is, especially like with protein bars too, which I utilize a lot because I like sweeter things. Um, and a, I'm going to cut this part. I'm going on a tangent now. 
But yeah. if we're looking at like it, it in general for a serving of something, if we're under 10 grams of protein and the carbs or fats are more than the protein, like we're talking like 30 grams of carbs or equal amounts or more of fat. So like 10 grams of fat or above, it's probably not a great protein source. It's just a source of carbs or fat that has a little extra protein sprinkled in. And you can decide, do I want to pay the extra money for it? Do I like the way it tastes? Great. I'll do that. No, I'd rather have regular bread and make sure I'm eating more eggs or more chicken. Right. I like that. That was, that was kind of my, my answer to her. I think it's a great answer. And I mean, there's so many different varieties to that, but great question. And that's something that I'd like I'll share with my clients as well. Like that's a, you know, on our next zoom meeting, that's a great thing to talk about. So yeah. And thank you. The last little caveat I'll put in there. Sometimes I will do, I'll spend the extra for like kids because it's hard enough to get kids to increase their portion sizes. So I personally, if I'm going to spend the extra money, will buy that bread and uh, you know, the added protein items for my kids because they need more protein. They need it more hidden and sneaky i like that yep yay thank you so much for tuning in for another week we are loving sharing this with you guys and loving the feedback we're taking it in if you're watching on the video right now you can see that i'm in a very dark closet office working on closet office getting new lighting I have a new camera I was gifted, which is wonderful, Um, but I'm working on getting the background put up. So thanks for all the feedback. And if you guys have questions too about anything on the podcast, I love that you're bringing it to Instagram. This is where we're most active and we're going to answer your questions much faster. Um, Those Instagram handles are linked in the show notes as always, but we hope that you found this episode useful as always. And if you have more questions on gym anxiety or you want to share your ideas and tips for how you've overcome gym anxiety, please let us know over on Instagram. And if you have any more questions about added protein um, and which proteins are best, you'll find a lot of information on both of our profiles over there about protein. Have a wonderful week, guys. Stay safe, stay strong, and be kind.